Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey friends, thanks for once again being a part of this podcast. I am amazed each week when I just see what God is doing through this tribe, this community of people who are doing everything they can to use social media to find seekers, to disciple them, to meet with them offline. And I'm just so encouraged as I heard back from some of you all who used the dreams content that we put together that came out in a podcast just a few weeks ago that you used during the month of Ramadan. And I literally saw pictures of people who have been baptized as a result of you all listening to this podcast, using this content that friends and and partnerships through Jesus Film and Lumo and others are making available. And, And this is a corporate effort. This is a this is the church effort. This is not John, this is not Kavanaugh Media. No, this is a strategic partnership of like-minded people. And a part of that is a group of people who are coming together for a website, for one-on-one coaching, for training. This website's Media to Movements, and it's going to be launching live here in just a few days from this recording of this podcast. And we're going to put a couple of these podcast recordings on the website. And so today's podcast is another interview with an organization, with YWAM Frontier Missions. And YWAM is making an impact all around the world, and they are serious about disciple-making movements, and they are serious about leveraging social media to find new recruits, to find seekers, to use all of this for God's glory. And so in today's podcast, we have two individuals, one who I've known for a while, who is working alongside a movement in one part of the world, and it's doing amazing. And then also another who is a part of the organizational leadership of YWAM Frontier Missions. So we'll have C and T's are the names we're going to use. And so I am really excited for you to listen to this interview. I think it's going to be a blessing to you. And so here you go. Here is C and T's from YWAM Frontier Missions. All right. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you both. Uh, we have T's and C. Those are the names we're going to be using. I'm going to do my best to remember those as we get started here. Uh, especially for one of you, I have spent some time with the other one, brand new relationship, excited to be able to hear from you all a little bit as we talk about organizations using and getting started using social media, digital media strategies. And so this is YWAM. This is not specifically just YWAM, but YWAM Frontier Ministries. And so see if if you wouldn't mind, can you just share a little bit with this audience, with those who will listen to this later? What's your vision? What's your mission's vision, your purpose? Describe a little bit about YWAM Frontier Missions. Yeah, thanks. It's great to be here, John, and thank you for having us. And um, yeah, so excited to see what God is doing in this realm of using digital media to reach the lost and engage with the unreached around the world. But um, yeah, YWAM Frontier Missions, or sometimes we use YWAM FM for short, is a particular 
part of YWAM. YWAM is a very broad youth with a mission, or YWAM is a very broad organization. Uh, basically, anything you feel like God is calling you to do, you can do in youth with a mission. <laughs> um, but YWAM Frontier Missions is very focused, part of the mission that is specifically our specific vision is to reach unreached peoples, to start disciple-making movements or church planning movements among the unreached. Oh, that's great. So you are currently working more in Southeast regions and working throughout that, but you've got a lot of experience. And, and Tisa, I know that you have as well. We've spent a week together at a training at one point. Can you give just the audience here a little bit, just a little bit of your background? What is your specialty? What is it that, that you get to do for the kingdom, Tease? Well, John, again, thank you very much for having me on the podcast. It's a privilege. Um, yes, my work uh, is primarily around tracking, uh, working alongside uh, a large movement and um, tracking what the Lord is doing there. As movements grown, I found that it becomes increasingly important for people to understand uh, how to shepherd their flock, how to take care of, of what the Lord is doing, and tracking becomes increasingly important with that. So a lot of my work is around that. Um, and besides that, I'm uh, also working uh, towards starting a, a media to movement project. Fantastic. Yeah, that's. there's not a lot of people like you, Tease that are out there that are just really, really smart, that see the value of data, that are using that. And, and that's why I've, I've always been blessed just to, uh, to be around you. And I appreciate your view to this. Uh, see, I know that you have been a part of movements and you have trained other people to continue these on, which is so exciting. That CPM or DMM is at the heart of, of what you all are doing. How are you seeing digital and social media and stuff, this digital age, how is that impacting your all's church planning strategy as an organization? Yeah, well, thanks for asking about that. It's been an interesting journey, and especially the last few years, uh, God's been really uh, taking us forward in the area of expanding into using digital media to, especially in the area of training. And we want to continue to grow into the area of evangelism and finding persons of peace using digital media as well. But um, yeah, up until about three years ago, most of the training that we had done in YMAM Frontier Missions and for me personally, we trained people in how to multiply disciples in face-to-face -face gatherings. Um, we coached and did a lot of mentoring using Skype and Zoom and things like that as well or WhatsApp. But we hadn't really explored the potential of what could happen if we started to train in the digital world and online. And um, it was just a year ago that I was able to launch our first um, online program. And um, broad, you know, broadly, we advertised for that around the world um, and saw just people. We had about 60 people from all over the world on our first webinar mm -hmm. um, who were interested to find out more about what is a disciple-making movement? How do I get started in this? What do I do? How do I launch something like that? And then hundreds of them came in and were part of our online course. And it's just been incredible to see the expansion of the number of people that we're able to train when we use digital media. Um, instead of training four or 500, we're able to train thousands. And it's, it's really amazing the multiplication factor that digital media brings. Yeah, for sure. And I know, Tish, you've said that, you know, that you're currently working within a movement. I, I believe you had told me at one point this thing is doubling every, what was it, 18 months or something like that. It was some fantastic number like that. 
What part of digital, how is that impacting your church planning strategy? Right, I, I think it impacts it in, in several ways. First of all, um, just to clarify, I work alongside a movement, but uh, what I see is that when a movement really starts, it, it's hard to be controlled and it's hard to keep up with. So you just follow what the Lord is doing and you're following the fruit. So um, I think one of the, the greatest things that digital media can do is to, to help spread DNA within a movement as it is and to help catalyze new movements. Those are two important parts, I think. And media to movement is obviously one big part of that. Yeah, and that makes sense then also with what you're saying, see, as far as just finding these people that are interested in, in doing the church planning work and training them and doing that. As you recruit, as you all mobilize for your organization, what does that missionary, what does that worker, what does that, that person look like for you all in this 21st century, in this digital age? How is that looking for you all? And how do you equip them? How are you mobilizing them? What role does digital have in that part? Yeah, well, as you, I'm sure are very aware, um, Christianity has shifted to the global south. And so we've been very intentional in um, going after the global south worker um, and disciple maker, whether they join our organization or not, isn't actually our primary focus, but we want to equip them to be disciple makers wherever they are. And so, um, again, using digital media and things like Facebook ads and the ways that we've been able to get the word out, we've been able to see yeah, a, a great focus on the Global South worker through using this kinds of a mean, means and many places where we haven't been able to go physically, we've been able to go through this and um, see those digital worker, you know, through digital media, see new workers and new people mobilized and equipped so that they can start doing the work of disciple making. Um, and we are bringing people into our organization, but again, I just wanna repeat, that's really not our focus. We just wanna see new movement leaders raised up and trained and see people doing it. And if they join YWAM, great. If they don't, that's just not an issue for us right now. Sure, and that's that heart of that is what I'm seeing among other organizations and teams where they are open-handed and they're just sharing and, and they're not worrying about their logo or whatever else. They're just trying to help the kingdom in, in whatever, whatever way they can, which I so, so appreciate that. What do you think, Tease, about just this missionary of the future? And what, how is that looking for you all with the movement that you said you're working alongside of there? What does that look like? What, is that, what does that average worker on the field there who's using digital, I mean, do they have degrees? Or are they just learning it on their own? Or are they kind of you know, training as they go along? What's that looking like for you, this, this worker of the future? Well, first of all, I think that more and more people are having access to digital media. So it is becoming more important and it's becoming more of a standard thing. Uh, people have their phones, so their phone's becoming more important. In terms of a worker, it really depends. It's, it's um, if, if you have the local worker that is already um, in, a, in a group that, is, that you're trying to reach, then uh, I think things like, like Instagram and so on become very important in sharing things. And there is no need for a big degree because I think a lot of it can be self-taught and is becoming much more easy um, just to use apps. And if you want things to multiply, degrees are hard to multiply. 
Whereas right. just self-taught things are way more easy to multiply. So I think increasingly uh, tools will become available that make things easier. And I think uh, there's a lot of tooling happening around media to movements. And, and as these things are growing, I think it will become more and more easy for people to reach out. Yeah, and so these, I totally agree with that. And the whole idea of this, this goes back to just the idea of do we need to send people to seminary? To be church planners? Do we need to have all of these things? So the DNA of this fits well with digital, just as it does on the overall church planning strategy. Yes. And with these younger ones, these digital natives, they've been described in that kind of way. What will that look like? Maybe, see, we'll start with you to answer. What does it look like for them pre-field or, or whatever? What kind of training are you envisioning that they may need then how what's this going to look like for these digital natives is it just casting vision and then showing them how to use what they already have or what are you thinking within ywam fm what is this going to look like as far as training and strategic digital minutes uh, media ministry yeah well i think a big shift that we're seeing in Wyoming Frontier Missions is moving away from, I mean, we've never as Wyoming been focused on four-year degrees and seminary. We've always been, um, you know, do your six-month training, uh, discipleship training school, and then get out there and begin to do it, and then do ongoing schools and training to build your skills. So we've always been in that kind of a bent, but I see us moving even further um, towards what we call just-in-time training, mm -hmm. where you learn what you need right now, and then you go and practice it, and you do it, and you put it into, you know, you gain field experience, and then you're going to find out what you need next, and then that's what you need to be trained in. And so, the as you said, the the missionary of today is is being trained in the field. They're being trained as they do, and that fits so well with disciple-making movements and with church planning movements, which are obedience-based, because it's not about knowledge. It's about obedience. Learn something, start to do it, practice it, uh, put it into your life. And so um, digital formats really fit well with just-in-time training, because uh, when you need something, you can go and get it. You can go and find that, that available to you. Um, on the internet, or you can be trained. And, and our missionaries are being trained much more in a just-in-time model now. In fact, we were just looking at our training overall, and we saw that 10 years ago, we had 58 schools of frontier missions running around the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and today we have 15. So that's a longer six-month school with a two-year internship, three-month school with a two-year internship. And instead, we've shifted to just-in-time trainings where we trained about 5,000 people in those trainings. So a big change in how we're training, uh, moving over to just-in-time and obedience-based training. And so do you see the digital being a part of that just-in-time then? And, and do you feel like you all will provide those resources or are you teaching them how to find those resources themselves? I think it's a combination of both of those. You know, we are uh, rapidly putting a lot of our training into just-in-time models, uh, you know, modules that can be available to people online um, once they're in the field. But we also want people to use resources other people have already created. We don't see why we need to, you know, recreate that. There's yeah. some excellent stuff out there that others are doing. So we want to point people to that. Like, say, for example, you... Uh, you need more tips and tools on how to build bridges among Muslims. Well, there's some great resources out there. We want to point people to those, not recreate that. And that's the beauty of collaboration in the season we're in right now as well. Um, we're collaborating with other organizations together to 
put the things our workers need up online and make them available. Oh, that's, that is so good. I love the heart of that. I really, really do. Uh, every encounter I've had with people from my field experience being over in Asia of, of the YWAMers that I've come in contact with, just that spirit of teamwork and seeing that is just, I, I love it. I really do. And I, I honestly, I believe God's going to bless this focus of us going, hey, how can we work together, put our hand together to the plow? What can I offer? What can we learn from each other? I, I'm so encouraged by that. And just maybe to wrap up our time, uh, Tisa, I would love for you to share because so many of the people who listen to this podcast or who I get to work with personally with training, they're just at the beginning. And, and, and sometimes it, I think it's just an encouragement to hear, no, it, it can work. Like this can help you find people who the Holy Spirit is working in. This can help you find people of peace. And, and I know that, that you are seeing that on a firsthand basis with the team that you get to see there in, in your field. And so keeping security in, in mind here, you don't need to say the location or whatever else, but can you just share a little bit of some story, one or two stories from the field of how God is blessing using digital media? Yes. Yeah, so there's a story that uh, one of the field workers told me uh, that happened last year. There's a, a coalition that is uh, in the area where I work with that that is uh, focused really on just the, the, the finding persons of peace online. And, and I think this is a key part where just uh, to add a little bit of what we said is, is this, it, it enables collaboration, being, doing things online enables collaboration. And there's this one team that really focused on finding people and they're very good at it. And they handed off uh, one of the, the, the open people to, to some of the field workers. And, um, uh, he was, I heard the story and it just, it's wonderful. This, this person that was potentially open, the field worker went for it. He was a real evangelist. He went for it. So he, he met up within a couple of days and, and they sat down in a hotel and they talked about it. And this person had all sorts of questions. So he started answering the question and he was, he rang another friend. Hey, come over. We've got an open person. Let's talk to him. So another friend came, cut a long story short, this person not only became a believer, but was, was baptized that day and went into a, a discipling relationship. And this is, uh, to me, an example of how people really work together in their strengths. There were people that were really strong with finding seekers online using localized media, using a great outreach, and then handing it off to, to some of the field workers that uh, were able to follow up and went for it and understood it. And they not only led this person to Christ, as I said, but they, they uh, actually discipled him. And he, in turn, led a number of other people to Christ. He was so touched by what the Lord was doing in his heart. He went back to his village and he, he actually led a number of his family members to the Lord. So it was a very precious story that I heard. It was immediate generational growth there. Yes. Oh, that, that is so encouraging. And, and I, I love to hear that he went back. And so you see that generational, you see him reaching out to his oikos and his, his family and his relational network. And to see how media can be a part of that to me is that's just so, so exciting. I think we all have a part to play. And that's, that's the thing that's exciting to me, whether it's that rare breed of people like you, Tis, that just like data and, and know how to put all that together, whether it's an organizational leader, whether it's a marketer, whether it's a, a field worker who just wants to talk to people and share, all of that is so exciting. Um, See, so can, can you share a little bit more and some of your thoughts on that as well? 
Yeah, I just wanted to add in another another thing that's so beautiful about using digital media and these kinds of approaches is, like you said, so many different kinds of people can be involved. Right. So it's not, you know, in the past when you thought of missionaries that went out to the field and they worked, they were, they were kind of isolated from others. You know, that's what they did. But now we can have these teams, these collaborative teams, and it makes space for so many different kind of people to engage with reaching the unreached. Um, somebody back in the States who has a passion to reach Sikhs in India can contribute their skills and their, their giftings. Maybe they're a graphic designer and they can help and they can really be a big part of reaching the Sikhs. But then you've got the, the Indian on the ground who, who is the church planner and they're, you know, being used. So you have these multicultural, multi-generational teams with different gifts and different anointings being able to work together to reach the unreached and start a movement. And I think that's just so in God's heart and such an amazing thing that we're starting to see happen um, in really new ways in this season. Oh, I totally agree. Uh, I, I really do. I totally agree that there's a part that everybody can play. They can pray. They can do some of this online follow-up. And so this is opening up a brand new opportunity for people who speak a heart language of where these ads are running, but they may be in a completely different time zone, which actually may end up being perfect for when people are utilizing and consuming this media to on the ground people to hearing like what you were sharing tease of different boards sharing people left or right all of that to me is so exciting to see so thank you both for being a part of this uh, thank you for sharing just your stories and how your heart for the kingdom and i i really do pray that this will be a blessing to others i hope that every organization out there will consider how digital can help them accomplish the mission that God is calling them to do. And I'm thankful for how both of you are obeying God and are doing that and how he has blessed what you're doing. So thank you for taking some time out to be on this podcast. And thank you for just sharing your stories and, and all of what you're doing. It is such an encouragement to, to both me and I hope to all the people that listen to it as well. Thank you, John. It's great to meet you and good to be on the call today. All right. There you go. There is C and Tease from YWAM Frontier Missions. And I hope that you are encouraged after listening to them. I sure was. I so appreciate their passion for unreached people groups. I appreciate Tease's just vision of data and how all these things work together. And this is an important part. There's a role for all of us in these kingdom endeavors that are out there. So whether you are a person about data or you're a media creator or you're a marketer, you are a Bible translator, you are you want to do face-to-face -face discipleship or respond online, whatever it might be, there's a place for you in God's kingdom and in this media to movement work. So I hope this is a blessing to you today. I will be announcing this new website that's going to be coming out as part of this strategic partnership between multiple organizations, multiple group, as we all work together to try to just advance God's kingdom. So thanks again for listening to the podcast. Thank you for all you do for the kingdom. We'll keep praying for you. You keep pushing forward. May God bless our efforts. Until next time, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. 
May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.